Welcome to the first episode of the Chimpcast, a friendly discussion amongst members of the Chidao community. I'm your friendly host, Geekvine, and joining me on this inaugural episode of the Chimpcast are two incredible chimps, Zero X Evan and Raiders. All opinions presented on this first episode of the Chimpcast are, of course, exclusively the opinions of the members discussing the topics and in no way, shape, or form are indication of the opinions of the BizDev team, the core team, or the rest of the Cheatout community. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We're going to be talking about DAOification and how we can make Cheatout a little bit more autonomous. Enjoy the conversation. So um, it's kind of interesting. How, so I started looking more deeply into, uh, so Raythers and I are part of the UMA protocol as well. And I took a more of a deep dive into how their DAO is structured and the things that they're doing. You know, they have similar issues. I would say they're at one stage past us, uh, but, you know, still in an early growing stage. And so it's interesting to see what the unique problems are. Uh, what the differences are between the DAOs because, you know, our objectives as protocols are different, but also what are going to be the same core key elements that uh, that are going to be popping up here. And I think there as well, I all, I kind of noticed that the direction, um, so in my mind, the direction for a DAO should be towards, uh, so like obviously decentralized and autonomy. And the way that happens is by distributing power going from the bottoms up and empowering new people to come into the protocol with as little friction as possible and to essentially get started and to provide value to that protocol with little to no effort. And something that I noticed is kind of missing from uh, Cheetow, um is like, you know, um, all, all the big companies um, I've listen to so many talks about how it's all about building culture and you got to attract the right people. Um, and like, you know, everyone has to be aligned to the same mission statement. Well, my question is, and it's kind of, it's an open question. I would think is like, what is Cheetow's, I guess, like mission statement to provide value to the world. And I mean, the only thing I got was from the, Cheetow docs, which uh, I can read really quickly. Uh, Cheetow yeah, aims, provi- aims to provide an easy-to-use DeFi protocol, which lowers the threshold to participation in decentralized finance. We want to make the crypto economy transparent, accessible, easy to understand, and inclusive for everyone around the world. We are and will continue to develop features and services that gives our users more freedom and control over their crypto than currently available. And I think that's a good start, but... It's la- I, f- I think it lacks kind of some more nuances that really makes a mission statement a mission statement. And it's and um, like it's se- like if we I feel like, you know, Cheetow should be centered around um, just like adding new users and empowering users into decentralized finance. And also, you know, any features and services that are created for the protocol, the value that they bring should be attached to the amount of, I guess, you know, power that they give the end users. Yeah, I wonder if it would be a good discussion to have to create a mission statement for the actual DAO. Because I think even though the doc references GDAO, it seems like the mission statement that you described is more centered towards my finance and not necessarily the community exactly. that's been built around it. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Raiders, with I know that. you have some thoughts. Yeah. Um, I would... 
to be honest, I wouldn't say that I, I very much agree with the suggestion you just had. And I think that's extremely important um, for us as the chimps to actually identify and rally around. Uh, I Just one minor side note, um, Evan or Vitrikas is the superwoman. It's not actually a doubt yet. And that's, that's a, a journey that's about to get started pretty soon as well, because kind of got a... Uh, it's not a doubt yet? Note. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah, it's not a doubt yet. I've been telling you. Yeah, so that, that's... Oh, my God. That's what I kind of wanted to clarify, because... Um, in a similar fashion, there's like the UMA core team that actually kind of finances the superwomans. Um, that's how it's currently structured. But in the coming uh, one to three months, the intention is just because of recent announcement from like um, Hart, uh, who's like the founder, is like, um, you know, we're going to, long story short, we're going to give the superwomans some UMA. We're going to set up a treasury with the multi sig, and then you guys need to kind of figure out how do you want to be a DAO. So that's, um, yeah, long story short, that's how that okay. is. Uh, coming back to this, um, and the reason why I kind of mentioned that is, uh, again, in relation to Geekpoint's point of what are what are we doing as a DAO, um, I think Wait, that so exercise... DAO is a DAO, though, right? Yes. Okay, and UMA isn't. Interesting. All right. Yeah. UMA right now is technically just a Discord server. Um, I mean, obviously, if you look at it, like, um, UMA is actually, like, um, I, know, I don't know what the technical term is, but it's basically... Um, Kind of a, I, I mean, I guess we can look at the terms later, but it's kind of like a subsidiary of Risk Labs because that's actually what runs the entire show. And UMA is what's kind of like, you know, funded by that. And by relation, the Superhumans are funded by UMA. Um, so yeah, from our case, it's not exactly the same, but it's like my finance is the protocol. And we have like the BD and the devs who are running that as the keepers, right, for the documents. And then we have Cheetah, which is the entire community that governs my finance. So it's slightly different. Uh, sorry, it's fairly different in that regard. Uh, but yeah, really, back to, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, it really depends on how you want to define what a DAO is. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about the A, right? And uh, I think Royal Aid brought it up in the Bankless chat. And we've been discussing it over the last couple of days in Discord. Uh, how much A do we have? How much autonomy do we have? Uh, we are decentralized. We are an organization, but uh, you know there are certain things that I think prevent us from being a, a full DAO, right? And that's the autonomy key. That's why I've been talking so much about tooling, and I know that you brought up that point as well, Raithers, uh, where we need to find a way to allow the the organization, the people involved in it, to actually perform things autonomously. Um, that that's been my my real main concern over the last uh, week or so is not having kind of a clear direction in terms of what the roles will be. And I know, you know, like, for example, Royal Aid brought up the fact that eventually people will rise up. I know Ben's talked about this, uh, and, I, and I totally get the point, right? That's why I made mention of the fact that we need to remember, you know, we've been around for six months, right? So that that's a very long time for DeFi, but, uh, you know, in, in the traditional sense of creating a structure and and organizing a company, uh, that's not a very long time at all, right? It takes years sometimes to create that culture. And and I yeah. think if we keep that in mind, we can kind of see, like, yes, we are a DAO, but we can do better, right? I, I, I look at other DAOs, and I don't see very many that are, like, real DAOs in terms of the definition, right? It's not just a Chi DAO thing. It's an almost every single DAO thing, uh, where there's yep. always somebody in charge of making sure things get implemented. Yep, agreed. 
Um, I, I think from my perspective, the way I see it, and I, I think I mentioned in the past, but just to kind of, um, uh, I guess, keep the term in mind, it's we're progressively Taoifying, right? Uh, it, that's what's happening in the whole space is that everybody's figuring out what level of DAO they're currently at just by virtue of stopping and, and taking a moment to realize, okay, if we are a DAO, what kind of DAO are we? And then when upon that realization, figuring out, okay, what kind of DAO do we want to be? And therefore, how many levels of kind of like DAOification do we need to kind of go through to get there? And I, I'm not, I, I don't have any definition of what those levels are. Uh, I don't think I'll be able to uh, really craft that. I think that's for us to define as the chimps. Um, but from the perspective of um, where are, sorry, from the perspective of what what we're doing right now, it is pretty much progressively DAOifying. Uh, so the aim would have, would be very much like you said, DeepMind, is to identify our current position, identify where we want to go, uh, like I mentioned, even those action points, um, and figure out what we want to focus on, and then build towards that. Um, keeping that kind of focus in mind, we would, of course, need other relevant uh, aspects covered as well, such as our culture, possibly even some kind of brand guidelines, right? Like that, w- What sets us apart from a, um, a brand perspective as well. Uh, when we talk about like marketing and like you know brand name recognition, et cetera, that kind of goes hand in hand as well because our our DAO needs a presence. Uh, the only way that it will be within the ecosystem of the DAO uh, to be understood will, of course, be through the DAOification and through the tooling, etc., and the culture that we build. But then, for it to also be externalized, we would need that element of uh, sort of branding and guidelines around, you know, um, how we kind of are represented outside. Um, so that it's not just an inward verification, but it's an open and transparent verification, which also invites more chimps in on the journey. Is how I'm kind of seeing it. But yeah, just some thoughts from my side. I think yeah, that's. I, a, I, go ahead, go ahead, Evan. Oh, I was just gonna say I, I like that. I like having the kind of like multiple levels of a DAO. You know, like how much of a DAO are you really? And something that we can, you know, something that's gonna take some work to define and figure out, but. That would definitely give a very helpful roadmap for, you know, where we are and then where we want to go. And I think also it this is something that, you know, it would be very interesting to start discussions on. Like, I'm very interested in how other protocols are dealing with uh, their DAO issues and um, trying to find information for that seems kind of difficult. I'm not really sure where to look. But if there's any kind of, you know, resources that we can all use and pull together surrounding this, you know, about like cool things that other DAOs are doing, steps that they're taking, and if that might be helpful to us, that might be useful as well. I know that would be useful for me personally. Yeah, I mean, there's there's different ways to go about doing this. I've been I've been talking to Stefan from Reflexor Labs because uh, he came into the Discord uh, to, to ask a couple questions and maybe find a use case for Rye uh, within the my community. And I was looking over their um, documentation, and they actually do have a roadmap for DAOifying. Um, I think that would be useful to look at. Uh, it's a little uh, vague in some ways, uh, but it does present uh, kind of like a three-step program on how to uh, hand governance over to the protocol. Uh, where it is becoming fully autonomous and not just run by, you know, Stefan and a couple other guys. Um, and, and I think that's something that we could look at kind of as an idea to form a basis for this kind of thing. Um, you know, sometimes, especially I think in, in the early stages, maybe 
you know, we, we all want to be involved, right? That's, that's what we're doing this, this conversation right now, right? Like you guys are always in the discord. I'm always in the discord. There's probably like 25 names that you recognize off the top of your head uh, of people that are constantly in there. And, and, you know, again, we forget the protocol is less than six months old. So if you look at something like, uh, Abracadabra, right? Um, does Abracadabra have a DAO? I have no idea. Because the only thing I know about Abracadabra is, uh, you know, Danielle. He, he, he's the guy, right? So do, do we have a Danielle? I, I mean, I don't know if I would consider Ben or Killa, for example, a, a Danielle, right? They're, they're both very personable. They're both great personalities. They're both very knowledgeable. Uh, but somehow Abracadabra has tapped into something, uh, with this one person that we, we don't have yet, right? And, and maybe we can. Uh, but for right now, that's working for them, right? So is it kind of a, a frustration of, well, you know, why is this working for them but not for us? And how can we make it better? Or do we just, you know, get down to the nitty-gritty and try to find solutions to the problem, right? I think that's that's what we're we're failing to, to gain sight of, I think, in, in some respects. I think part of the difficulty is um, kind of an ambiguity with where we're going and what we want to do. I don't think there's any consensus here uh, right now. Like we we're, we all have kind of like a broad idea, but in terms of like you know like how can we all get ourselves onto the right page so that once we're on the right page, then we can kind of autonomously start going in different directions, but still know that you're providing some sort of value to the protocol or doing thing you know doing things that are helpful to other people. Yeah, and I think I think it would help to have I don't want to say a roadmap but some idea of where the team wants to take certain aspects of the protocol, right? So if if they're talking to institutions, right, then it would be good to know kind of what the structure of that might be so that, say, in the initiatives, we can center initiatives around accomplishing that goal, right? And again, right now, we're not a full DAO, right? So some of that maybe doesn't, I don't want to say make sense, but that's what I'm going to say. Uh, maybe some of that doesn't make sense. Uh, because those deals are being worked on the side. Uh, they do get brought up for voting, right? So all the collateral voting, the, uh, the seeding of market XYZ, the, uh, you know, bringing Moo tokens in, all these kind of great initiatives that are really going to help the protocol expand. Uh, you know, we do have a say in that with, with the voting power. Um, but, but some of these ideas aren't brought to center by the DAO itself. Yeah, and I I agree. I don't it's I don't think it's really uh possible or feasible right now at the stage that we're at. And but it would be something that we would want to transition towards for sure though, right? Yes. I mean, at yeah. least in my opinion. I, see yeah, like I think sorry, go. Oh, I was going to say like yes, I think so too, but just the fact that, you know, we have to ask that, you know, like why isn't that, you know, something that is kind of clear to us? I feel like that should be you know, there, there's these kind of fundamental questions that we just don't really have any guidance from. And does that, you know, what does that even look like to get that clear, get that guidance? Do we engage the core team more about this? Do we try to uh, figure stuff out for ourselves and then present it to the team? Um, you know, like, not really sure what that process even looks like. So I think from my side, the way I see it, it's slightly different. Um, at least what I would envision us doing uh, as a DAO, uh, would largely not be really focused on what is the what what is the BD team doing per se, uh, because 
from a perspective of what's valuable to us as a DAO uh, overall in terms of like the protocol, in terms of like our brand, in terms of our chimps, et cetera, education, marketing. There's so many other avenues that we can also be developing on that does not require the team's involvement to a large degree. It, it can be wholly and completely community run. And that's where a large part of my sort of guidance uh, in the initiatives has been around things that by and large, we can research, we can, you know, sort of uh, put together a report or a document or even a chip, so to speak. And um, at this stage, again, since we're at whatever X level of DAOification, we don't yet have um, a manner in which A, we can start a, a chip directly on snapshot or B, other methods of doing DAO voting around initiatives that we want to we sort of run. Um, which means that, you know, we need to have a discussion on the former in the sense that is this the only way as a DAO that we want to be doing voting? Um, and then to the second point, do we want to be allowing um, propositions from said teams to be taken to the larger DAO? And with those other methods of voting that we maybe initiate through the first uh, discussion, um, allow for that to, you know, gain uh, you know, gain gain the DAO's vote and gain, gain the DAO's favor. Quite like to what sorry, uh, quite like what Didicus pointed out. I mean, that's just how I say his name, but uh, his or her name. Uh, but quite like what uh, Didicus uh, uh, pointed out, in the sense that the DAO overall is the treasury. The DAO overall is the governance. Uh, we it would it would behoove us to have that larger body maybe uh, assisting and aiding in these decisions, even if it does mean that some of it is a bit slow, just by virtue of, you know, coming to a consensus, consensus reaching quorum, etc. If we are using other tooling like boardroom, etc., which allows for voting up ideas and threads and having all that sorted as well, there is a bit of sort of intentional friction around that, just so that it's not uh, easy for any uh, team to very quickly push something through uh, without there being a fair amount of inspection of that. Um, so that's, I think, where I would see slightly different is a, a core focus of Qi DAO could ideally be in a lot of areas that um, relate to but are necessarily blocked by the um, the BD team and the dev team. So I, I just want to keep referring to them as that. I do not want to refer to them as like core team or staff. Um, I think that will eventually, you know, go like that will eventually anyways evolve in terms of how we also see each other. Because at the end of the day, I like that a lot. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just want to say I like that. Yeah, because I think that's essential for us to, first of all, have our perspective of each other um, and the responsibilities we have. If they are the BD team, they will be the ones who will be in the know when it comes to institutional funds, when it comes to partners, etc. And there's a fair chance that we will get some information, but also just by virtue of how fast they kind of have to move at this time, it's also likely you may not get all the information. So I, I'm not saying that's great. Uh, to your point earlier about, you know, how do we engage them? How do we get more info? That's definitely a conversation we should and can have. But I don't want that to be a blocker for everything else that we can do as a DAO. Because we don't need, apart from the aspects like I mentioned earlier on voting and the manner in which we can vote, etc. Uh, those are definitely blockers. But if that can get resolved, that actually removes any real need for um, those kinds of OKs or those kinds of you know, chip creations, etc., uh, that will allow the doubt just you know go ahead and start running these pieces. Um, just just as a caveat to that, everything I'm kind of discussing is 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 partly hypothetical, um, and it's definitely with no really you know no real timeline attached to it. 
it could take anywhere from one month to six months. Um, so I'm just gonna make just wanna make sure that there's no real expectations around what I'm what I'm sort of calling out here um, because I don't know um, how it'll play out as we sort of go down this path and want to make sure that we're all you know aligned that this this is a journey of some sort. Uh, we need to have that identification first, uh, both of where we are and what we where we want to go, and then start working towards uh, you know building that out. Uh, we could definitely have a proof of concept in a relatively short time if we you know focus on a key set of uh, key key set of initiatives um, and have those discussions uh, with the larger DAO. Uh, but l- by and large, it will take a bit of time for us to really get there. And at the same time, like we discussed earlier, culture is important, the brand is important, um, and those will also sort of have to happen in parallel for it to truly be um, sort of like you know the, the, the pillars of a DAO is like having that culture having that external branding and then having that internal kind of governance is how I would kind of frame it. Yeah. And I think we already have uh, an on-chain example of, of this very thing happening with the voting on the centralized exchange. Uh, Cause I think when, when that came around, people got really excited and then due to a kind of a lack of details on how this would all work. Uh, I think that's the reason why that proposal failed. Right. Um, because some details couldn't be shared and and I totally understand that, you know, I, I mean, I, I work in business, so I get that you can't uh, share every detail of uh, of every deal to every single employee. Um, but, you know, that that is something that we should look at and say, well, how can we work around this kind of issue? Right. Uh, and, and you're totally right. I, I don't like the idea of saying core team. Uh, I think your your nomenclature is a little bit better than uh, than what we've been using. Um so yeah, that's that's just my two cents on that. Um so oh fuck, what was I gonna say? Damn it. Um okay, so I so I think um <laughs> Okay, so okay, so what you guys were saying I think this uh what you guys were saying earlier, um I feel like then this is kind of where the idea of now we look for different tools that we have available, like boardroom, coordinate, colony, what have you. Um, and kind of learn how those can be used in the DAO for different purposes and kind of explore those avenues. And also, I think um, going back, this is kind of a separate point from the point I just made, um, jumping around a little bit. Going So going back to kind of like the idea of these different teams. And so I like the idea of, you know, there's a biz dev team and the, yeah, biz dev team, and there is a developer team, um, maybe even call them like committees or something. I don't, I don't know if, or let's just sit, stick with teams for now. Um, so something that I noticed that Geekvine brought up in the initiatives chat was, um, you know, he, he's a part of all of the different initiatives. And so he had a better idea of how the other ones were doing. And that's something I was like, oh, I should probably do. I should, why, why not do that too? Like you really have nothing to lose. And you get to see what else is going on in the DAO. And, um, I was talking to, and so, and Ben brought up how, uh, Pingle and his unofficial guide thing has been going really well. I believe that falls under the education initiative. Yes. And so yep. that, that made me think that this, that different teams are going to evolve faster or slower than others. And, you know, like, I think one example, is in the analytics team versus the education team. I think the education team is much further ahead in being able to produce content. They have people working for 
doing ba- completing bounties, building social capital with each other and within the DAO. And I think that's something that is going to continue to happen over time where, you know, some teams are progressing faster than other teams. And then if so, like using uh, the education initiatives as an example, um, if since that seems to kind of be like one of the more advanced teams, how can we transition that into a larger structure type committee or, you know, just like, you know, so that they'll, there will be biz dev team, the developer team, and then an education team. And what does that process look like? And how do we, how can we modularize that process so that when future teams are ready to step up and they have plans and they have, you know, things they can, they're more, they can be more relevant, then how can they also follow the same path to becoming in kind of like an official team uh, and have the least resistance doing so? And I think I, I do want to say, sorry, go ahead. I, I think uh, I think some of the teams just naturally uh, can evolve faster because of the nature of the work. And so, you know, Pingo has been doing an incredible job with the gut. Um, and there's some like really great people in that team. Uh, you know, education in some ways requires less direction, right? Because the direction is educate the community and educate people who are not part of GDAO. And so, you know, that gives you a, a much broader vision on what you can accomplish, right? So you can do how to get on this network, what you can do on this network with my things like that. Um, a team like analysts, right? Which you're part of Evan, uh, that's maybe a little more shadowy in figuring out what the goal is. Um, and, and I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, when we were discussing this initiatives, it felt like part of your frustration, uh, stemmed from the fact that, you know, in analysts, there's, you and Marco, basically, right? Um, and so that can be a little harder to figure out what the vision is when you only have two people working on this. And and some people maybe don't realize the the importance of analytics, right? So I run a business. I, I have to have analytics because I need to know how my business is doing, right? I think in, in terms of some of the roles, maybe some folks don't realize the importance of other roles input into what they're trying to accomplish, right? And this is something that we saw when, when we were working on the KPI draft, right? Uh, a, a program that I think we're all very proud of and, and hope that it comes to fruition. Um, and I, how much time did we spend on it? A month, month and a half or so? I mean, it was, it was a very long and drawn out process. Uh, but you know, we required the expertise of everyone in all these roles, right? Because you have to have the analytics to figure out what the metrics are going to be to be able to shape the plan. And so, you know, part of my goal with beginning this chimp cast thing is in the hopes that maybe um, I can get some of the people working on each of these teams and and kind of share the the types of initiatives that they're working on so that we can inform other members of the DAO who maybe don't want to participate in every single group um, what what it is that other teams are doing so they can take some of that information and put it to use within their own teams. Yeah. And I think and that, that's the, something that we really need. Yeah. And I think, uh, told, uh, I think, uh, you summed it up for the most part correctly. I was, and you know, I wasn't even really that aware of it myself. I was just like, <clears throat> it's me and Marco. We don't really do like, we don't, we aren't really like talking that much. Um, you know, 
minimal communication between us, between, um, you know, any of the other initiatives and stuff, it feels essentially like we are kind of in isolated roles and analytics is so important. But I think also that, you know, a big reason, a big reason now why I, I think I recognize why people aren't so hyped up on analytics is because I think it just is too early. And so even though they might agree that it has the potential to get there one day, that's not where we are today. And there's a lot of steps that need to happen before we get there. And so, um, and you were saying how analytics is um, kind of more shadowy. There's a little less, um, I guess, understanding with the direction of it. And um, I think that kind of gets solved once we have a mission statement. And so then it simply becomes a question of, is this team or are these roles providing value to push the mission statement forward? And that's where the things like education and analytics and other and like initiatives where all of these roles can be aligned together when they're following the same mission value. Yes. Yep. Yep. Agreed on that point. Um, I'd like I'd like to circle back, if you don't mind, both to something Geek and you mentioned, as well as uh, Evan, you can't touch on, was the aspect of uh, learning from other DAOs in terms of how they, you know, progressively DAOified or how they went through the process of growing their DAO, etc. I think, again, Didicus brought up the point that why not, uh, apart from looking at the tools themselves, colony, boardroom, coordinate, etc., uh, talk to the teams that have built them and kind of find out stories on how they've been utilized, um, you know, what values have they, sorry, what value have they brought to the DAOs slash governance that have utilized them and, um, you know, dig a bit in there because uh, that actually, they kind of actually act as a central um, node, so to speak, around those, you know, aspects of um, social uh, signaling with coordinate um, sort of overall kind of framework with boardroom um, as well as, you know, um, uh, structured governance and so on as well. And then, you know, similarly with colony um, that also kind of includes aspects of like, um, I wouldn't say like salaries, but uh, some level of uh, structured uh, payouts, et cetera. So I think that's, that was also another really good suggestion that Ikis had. And um, I think that would be something that anyway trying to pursue because uh, I think it was Jack, right, from uh, Colony already jumped in on partnerships and collab uh, yes. and um, gave him a warm welcome. Um, so, yeah, let's see if that conversation moves ahead. Um, at the same time, we'll try to reach out and, and find someone in boardrooms and someone that uh, on the server, uh, unless Geekmind, you already know someone uh, happy to share that or uh, or I could take it up if you're not uh, familiar with them. Yeah. yeah, we can figure it out. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, awesome. I just want to bring that idea up of that. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think that would be awesome to have, you know, some sort of fireside chat, AMA, just anything where people can get some more information. Um, and then also like be able to ask them, you know, how they, you know, we can ask for their advice to how they see us being able to utilize their platform in the most effective way, given our unique situation. Yeah. It's almost yeah. a different kind of, um, relationship building or like business dev, like, you know, so like there's the business dev where you go after, um, you know, partnerships with protocols, expand uh, my in circulation. And then now there's this aspect of business dev where we're expanding um, the DAO itself and making, I guess, like partnerships or collaborations to increase the efficiency of the DAO. Yes. And you know, the, the, to- the tooling so early too, man, I, you know, 
I, I like to stay informed. So, I, you know, I listen to, to podcasts and, and YouTubers and stuff. Uh, but I'd love to hear like what the chimps say because we've, we've got a lot of really smart people on the Discord. And, uh, you know, I take a look at crypto, right? And I don't know how long you guys have been in crypto. Uh, you know, I've been in for a couple of years and, you know, it, it's still a very young and emerging market, right? Say 10 years, 12 years. And we're just now beginning to get the tools for, for DAOifying, right? And, and I look at some people and they worry about, you know, whether the price goes up or down today. And, uh, and then you, you begin to see things like, you know, this Bitcoin ETF that just came out. Uh, that, that shows you like, regardless of how many years you've been in crypto, it's still like a tiny baby, you know? And, and the potential for growth in say five or 10 years is, is huge. And, and the same goes for the idea of a DAO, right? We're all still really trying to figure out what the hell a DAO is, right? It, it sounds great in theory, but how can we put it to use and how can we make it use effectively? And, you know, the, the idea of salaries and bounties has come up quite a bit. And, you know, maybe we'll get there at some point. Uh, you know, definitely in five years, we'll have some kind of structure that we can use for that. Um, I, I don't think we have it now, right? Even with, with Colony and Boardroom and all these other, uh, you know, tools that we've been talking about, uh, that really help push that across. Um, it, even those aren't quite where I see the, the potential vision. Of, of working for a DAO, right? Uh, again, I work in business and let me tell you, it's very hard to find people to work nowadays. Um, and you hear stories all the time, right? Like McDonald's pays people like $16 an hour and they can't get somebody to flip a burger for $16. Uh, why, why is that, right? Like what, what is the, the need that's driving people to, to find something else? And, and for me, working for a DAO is one of those answers because I think you know, regardless of any frustrations, we can all agree being in the Discord and, and, you know, doing quote unquote work for Chidao has been extremely rewarding, right? Even if we're not getting paid to do it, right? Or even if we get minimal bounties to do it, uh, it, it has been yep. one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. And, and, you know, I've met some great people, obviously, like you guys, right? That's what we're having this conversation. Um, and I, I think that's something that we should always keep in the back of our mind as we try to progress and build this roadmap into into actually DAOifying. Yep, agreed. Uh, I, I just want to touch on the point you mentioned earlier with regards to um, the value of the DAO and and, really, and rather really the vision of what a DAO can be. Uh, yeah, fully agree there that we are, I guess, as a whole, the whole kind of, I guess, market industry uh, around DeFi and in in general, like blockchain, tech, um, crypto, etc. Um, we've only scratched the surface of what it can be and what it will be. Um, at, at this stage right now, I, you know, like a couple of just random anecdotes is like I see a heavy, um, uh, I guess, how do you say it? Um, a heavy, bi- not bias, but a heavy uh, weightage um, towards like the West in terms of the kinds of folks that are, uh, gravitating towards DAOs and uh, becoming yes. part of it. I do see some folks uh, in other parts of the world just by virtue of the different DAOs that I'm on and and where all I, you know, different kinds of calls that I, I join and listen and so forth, where you hear probably mainly just by accent because, you know, you, you can't really otherwise tell um, where a person's from, but at least, at least by accent, you can kind of get a, a very rough gauge as to, you know, how many kind of folks are there from other parts of the world. And I think, that's just one other key aspect is that as 
more people come into the space, it's also going to rapidly evolve to match the kind of global culture that is coming into DAOs and that's uh, going to affect the way we operate. But um, yeah, coming back to the core point of this discussion and, 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 and from a GDAO perspective, uh, the tools will always be tools. It, it will come down to how we as chimps want to use them and uh, how much uh, we empower them to uh, direct the overall DAO. Um, I think that's an important distinction we have to make. Uh, and you said it perfectly, Geekline. They are only, you know, stepping stones to what a DAO can be and uh, the kind of uh, tooling, rather, the kind of vision that a DAO can evolve into. They, they're only, you know, uh, growing in that direction. They're, they're not sort of the end solutions. Um, and it's important yeah. for us to, like, very much like you said, keeping in mind the impact and the value of the DAO is keeping in mind what we use and how we use them is up to the DAO to define and to uh, and also to change, right? We may start, for example, with these one or two or three. We may add on five. We may subtract eight, right? Um, it, it's it's something that we need to also be prepared for as, as a larger DAO is to take these experiments, run them as pilots, similar to how we're going to do for KPI options, and see what works for us, not uh, so much as to see... How do we how do we fit into something that's really a mold or something that's maybe constricting? Um, so yeah, over time we may uh, in, in this initial phase we may decide yeah these three seemed or just the two even right uh, may seem perfect for initial starting points. Once we do that identification and discovery for our next steps, um, pick that up and then grow along with it. Uh, maybe switch out one or two later as well. So. Um, what Good. I would say in terms of sorry, sorry, go ahead. I, no, I, no, I, I am uh, I am speaking a bit too much here, so uh, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, please finish up. Uh, no, I was just gonna say I would I would uh, request um, to have a sort of an action item at the very least, like the key action item that uh, we could try to bring out from like the recent exchange on the initiative channel and then also on this call is is to bring something along the lines of a discourse or a boardroom, just because they really allow for that open and transparent discussion set. It is great to have the initiative space where you have, um, you know, people who have reached a certain level, who have, you know, been involved in certain aspects and are engaging. But these kinds of conversations from a DAO perspective, ideally should be completely open and transparent. We should not, um, I mean, we're not intentionally gating it. It just that so happens that we're congregating the initiative channel and doing it. It's unintentional, but Ideally, they should be had in an open forum so that uh, we could even have, you know, future chimps or, you know, other chimps or even sort of uh, your couch uh, chimps, you know, weighing in. and stuff like that. So <laughs> I, I think that's my uh, that's my main ask right now is that if we can figure out uh, is it discourse, is it boardroom, is it whatever it is. But can we try to get that going just because it is a separation, there is a level of friction. But it also means that if someone is then weighing in, it's because they are choosing to take the effort to do so. And that, that means that any and all, um, you know, uh, inputs at that stage and effort at that stage is extremely valuable. And we have to acknowledge that uh, and appreciate that effort and input as well. So, yeah, I just wanted to kind of call out that would be my key ask um, as we're kind of getting a bit close to time. So I just wanted to quickly put that out there. Um, I yeah, totally... I think go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I told really like that idea and whatever I I'm not too familiar with the tools, but whatever the one is where you have the public forums and like, I know I stumble upon them from different DAOs and I love seeing all the posts and in the forums and the discussions about what's going on. And I think the most important thing to me for that is that 
in Discord, it's very difficult to search for messages. In a boardroom or like a public, like a discourse or like a forum, you can search very, very easily using Google search. And so it all of a sudden becomes a lot easier to find what you're looking for, which I think is extremely limiting in Discord. Like, you know, like a hundred plus message just happened yesterday in the initiatives, you know, and if everyone has to read that, that's very difficult to um, catch up on as opposed to being able to control F through kind of like, or just like skim through and see, you know, in a more public setting, like where you, where search is more of a power option. That's why I like thread so much. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you you, you, you talk, sorry. Listen, too many threads. Come on, Wraithers. Uh, no, I actually, I agree with both of you. And, uh, you know, I've played around with Discourse quite a bit, the, uh, the forum software. Uh, I have a, a test instance running on my, on my laptop. Uh, and, and I've started setting up a boardroom instance just to play around with it and, and get informed with the tools. Um, you know, we, there is a, a Telegram group. Uh, I don't know who's in it because I don't use Telegram, right? So to your point, Raithers, we do need to have some common tooling, uh, where we can kind of bring all these things together. And I think boardroom is one of those tools, uh, because we could bring in discourse and discord, uh, into, into that particular area. And, and that way everyone can share ideas. But it's, it sounds like, uh, a definite goal on at least again very much between us right? we have to have the larger discussion with the, with the larger DAO etc but it does sound like something like a discourse a forum solution uh, would be valuable uh, more more likely discourse because of the fact that eventually it can integrate um, being as popular as it is integrate with other frameworks like boardroom because again we're not sure that we're definitely going to pick that up but uh, that integration is quite common I've seen it with a few others as well um, yes. So I, I think uh, it would be valuable for us to have a you know an open conversation with Nacho once he's back um, and sort of check in on you know can we push ahead with this course? I think uh, you mentioned Geekline uh, in the past um, something around uh, was it privacy or security with regards to discourse in terms of setup? Uh, yes. But if that's part of a longer discussion, we can also keep it for later. Uh, your call. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I'll just mention it briefly. Um, I, you know, I did set up this discourse instance, and and I think part of the the BD team's concern, uh, in some way, is to make sure that things are um, private and transparent. So, uh, you know, not have it tied to one person, for example. Uh, and, and you know, of course, I off. I don't care, right? Like, I, I have like ten servers, right? Uh, most of them are like, you know, on DigitalOcean, for example. Uh, but I, I ran a lot of stuff all the time. I like to use my own tooling. I don't like to use somebody else's tools. Uh, so I don't mind, for example, using my own money to pay for something like this, right? But again, we are a DAO, right? So we have to make sure that when we implement these tools, they're under the control of the DAO and not a singular person, right? So that's, that's one of the things that has been brought up. And, and I totally understand that, right? I take no offense to that. Um, but we do need to figure out ways to do this where uh, there isn't a single point of failure because we are an organization. That is correct. Um, I don't have a solution. I do have a suggestion based on how we've run one aspect of that, which over at the Puapathon, um, which is we use Bitwarden to share credentials within between about five or so trusted individuals on like the you know the uh, original sort of planning committee that's kind of started it off. Um, so that's one aspect. Uh, we could have a centralized, I think you kind of mentioned this as well, like having a, a, a generic like cheat out chimps at Gmail or something like that. 
um, yep. ID, which kind of registers those things. But payment is the, was the one thing that I do not have a note on. Uh, and I think you also briefly mentioned that uh, as of yet, there is no real, um, I guess, crypto or Web3 kind of solution around paying for that discourse, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I mean, the only thing, the closest thing I found would be, you know, do, opening something like a lightning channel, right? But then we're getting into all kinds of complications there. Got it. Um, so I think maybe it warrants some ex- explore, exploration, further exploration. Uh, one thought that comes to mind, again, in a related fashion from the Quapathon is the fact that uh, we could start uh, a multi-sig, uh, which is intended for the DAO, and we could possibly look at crowdfunding uh, the payment. So while the payment itself is centralized, it could come from the funding uh, of the DAO itself. So yes. I'm not sure that's technically solving what you're saying because that point of, uh, you know, the payment point is still centralized. But if the funding is technically coming from the DAO, so to speak, uh, you know, by virtue of that going towards the payment, I would imagine there's some aspect that means that the ownership is from the DAO itself. So probably warrants more discussion, uh, but just some initial thoughts on myself. Yeah, we we can bring that up next time we chat. So uh, let, let's wrap it up here because we, we are going to jump on another call. Uh, but Evan, Raithers, you guys are always a treat. Thanks for uh, joining <laughs> on the first Chimpcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.